What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the R&B and Chill Podcast with your boy, Tyler Pie Guy. I am here exclusively. This is our first ever R&B and Chill Spotlight interview, and I'm super, super, super excited to introduce um, a brother who is young and out here and grinding and getting it. Um, producer, songwriter, artist. Jack of all trades. How 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 much should we should we go, Reggie? I I, I mean, I think, I, I think you did a great job. Already. You know how how much how much should we should we go further? You know, should no, we say I, should we say like verify artists? Should we go there? Should we say a million streams plus? Should we? I mean, I mean, let me know the accolades. I'm I'm the type. No, to no, you, no. <laughs> you did a great job already, ladies and gentlemen. We have the one and only Mr. Reggie Beckton on the show. How are you, Reggie? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? I'm good. Oh my God, I almost fell off the table. <laughs> Stay uh, <laughs> pivot. Um, <laughs> Reggie, I want to thank you for coming on the show. First of all, I want to thank your PR team for reaching out to me. Shout out yes, to Woke yes. Media. Uh, they were, to them. They were very, very, first of all, they were very professional. Um, first ever time working with a PR team and communicating uh, with a, uh, an artist PR's team and um, very professional from the first email they sent me. And I was like, at first, I was like, "Wait, it, it, y- me? Y'all, y'all want to send this to me? Nah, okay." And from that point, uh, me and Jess have been in contact. So shout out to her. Shout out to Woke Media. Um, shout out to them. They're amazing. But I'm excited for this interview. I'm, I'm really excited. I really did some homework uh, uh, on you. Listen to your music for real. And nice. like I said off camera, um, you are dope. Um, everybody that I've sent your music to, because I did, 
I sent the okay. I, 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 said, <laughs> I said I have I have my best friend, you know, in the room next to me, my girl. I sent my girl uh the music. I sent my boys the music and I was like, check this dude out because he's different. Like Thank his you. sound is your sound is crazy. Thank you. And reading up about you, I was like, I need to understand how this sound came out of PG County. You know what I'm saying? So Give me a little uh, background about how you growing up in PG County um, in that environment influenced your music. Yeah, I think that, you know, PG County is such a diverse area musically. Like yeah. Go-Go, is, like when you think of Go-Go and that being the music of D.C., which is like right there. Right. Go-Go with this um, combination of all these sounds. It has a bit of rock. It has jazz influence. It has soul. It has gospel. You have all these things. That you have rap. You have hip hop. And go go to where I think that we get a taste of all all types of music that kind of just makes us a bit more well rounded, absolutely, a bit more infused. But I think that also with Black culture being such a staple in DC and mm-hmm. PG, absolutely, that it stays rooted in Blackness and rooted in Black sounds. So like I always tell people, like my music combines rock. Sometimes it combines like a lot of um, it does disco and things like that. But at the same time, it stays rooted in R and B. So it's like my foundation is always R&B, but I'm able to tap into these other sounds and kind of pull from these different genres of music right. to kind of create this own thing. So I think that's what really helped my sound. And just like my introduction to music, mm-hmm. my, the first song I remember listening to is like Proud Mary. Oh, yes, sir. That's like my earliest <laughs> when my dad had the tape and I was just getting this car out of school and like, yo, can we listen again? Can we listen again? And see, nowadays... um, our OGs are like, you don't know nothing about that music, boy. You don't know nothing about. I'm like, no, this is this is this is the music that y'all play for us. This is the mm-hmm. music that we, you know, did 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 chores to on Saturday right. mornings. You understand what I'm saying? This is what we did. You know, you had to get us up, and you got to clean the bathroom and wash the clothes. And so you're playing Earth, Wind, and Fire, the OJs. Who who were your who were your musical roots? I, I know you. I know you said. Uh, who who did you say again? I'm sorry. Tina Turner. Tenny, uh, Tina Turner. Um, so who were who were more of those? Who were more of your musical um, roots? Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Was a big musical root. Wow. I don't got the orange beanie on today, but that's normally. Like, <laughs> um, Marvin Gaye is a big one. Um, I grew up on like Avant. And my dad. Wow. Like, I'm a big Avant fan. I'm a big Avant fan. I think he's like criminally underrated. Under- can we talk about that for a minute? The tone of that man's voice, what he can do with it, it's just like <laughs> craziness. We owe him more. Oh my God. I think he's one. I, I did an episode about like underrated kings of R&B because I think there's a list yeah. of, of, of R&B OGs that don't get the credit that they deserve. And I think I, and I believe I put Avant on that list. Like so many hits during his, during his tenure in the game. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't long. Right. But the short amount of time that he gave us, he gave us hits. He gave us classics. Oh my God. Classics. Why is he not there already? Tell me, tell me. I don't know. Oh, Oh my God. So musical roots, how did you then get started in in singing and producing and songwriting? How did how did how did that come about for you? Right, I think for me, like singing has always been a thing. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. in my family sing, mm-hmm. so as a kid, I just remember singing being a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that when it was about middle school. 
where where um I was like I want to write and I like wrote my first song like my first serious song mm-hmm. and um it ever since then it's kind of just been like a studying uh songwriting like growing up trying to like figure out great songwriters like people like Neil Carrie Hills right right um Jonathan Austin you know like Brian Michael Cox you looking you listen to yes. these people and see how they're like crafting these songs. And from a very early age, to me, music was always more than just something you listen to. It was something to be studied, something to be researched, something to be like all these things to right. just really digest it and not just listen as a listener. Right. I think from then, I was like, I want to write songs like this. I want to be able to write songs and put my thoughts on paper and relate to and say things that people are thinking that just they haven't been able to say. So when 106 and Park came on and everything like that, right? So you, <laughs> when we was watching the top tens, were you honestly analyzing the videos like literally to the T? Yeah, because I, I can I, I can see you doing that because I kind of did that during my time period. Like I'm I love music and I love R and B music and I would chop it kind of down to the to the beat, like memorize a song in like three days and like you boom. thought I was um, Simon Cow at eleven years old. <laughs> Try to, that's it. not it. But no, it really was like for me, it really was just like coursework. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also about critiquing it, just figuring out how these things were being made and mm-hmm. why these choices was being made, and like kind of like trying to take them and put them in my toolbox. Like, oh, they they arranged that song like this. Oh, they you know like right. keep that with me for when I had the chance to make music, I could you know kind of imitate that greatness. How many songs do you think you've written? before like Reggie Beckton took off mainstream how many songs in your catalog because I know you got some I know you I know I just know you have like thousands of composition books yeah (laughs) filled um, with material yes I I know so how 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 many do you think just just a rough after uh, estimate if you count the ones that's like a kid yeah yeah at least probably maybe it didn't count the ones as a songwriter mm-hmm. um maybe i don't want to say a thousand because it sounds like a reach but like maybe like a thousand i don't think so i don't think you reach it maybe a thousand you know some doesn't get finished all the way but like, right right i've at least wrote a thousand verses for wow sure. that's that's wow i never what? thought about it that way you right because i'm i and and that's the thing like I, I believe you're a great songwriter and just and just listening to your music. I feel like you're in listening to the songs that I have listened to. And and let me just say so high is my my jam. I have that on my Thank playlist, you. period. Um, that is my jam. I listen to that every morning. You know, I have like a little ritual nice. in the morning. I go up to my roof in New York and, you know, I, I play so high. And that's, <laughs> that's so what high. It, yeah. and, and, and that's my perfect ritual in the morning. It's the perfect song. And and like I was saying, everybody that I've sent the the music to they said like yo he's dope he's whoa what um somebody told me your music is so cohesive across the board and she's right um because putting your song in spotify it literally can just it flows together with everything right if you just make a playlist with your music it flows together right just just snap of the fingers, just flowing, 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 very cohesive. And it's it's not too much because a lot of these artists nowadays, especially, you know, ones who are tapping into the more 
R&B side, but putting a lot of pop and hip hop into it more more than not, um, are not tapping into those musical roots. To me, you are as a, especially as a young artist because you you didn't you don't have to do that, right? Right? You could go the the mainstream route like everybody else, but the mm-hmm. fact that you're staying in this independency lane of doing your own thing is what I think gravitated me to 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 you as an artist um what was it like moving from pg to la i it, i have to get to know that one it was it was, <laughs> it was a tough journey yeah um, it was really something that i underestimated how much it would impact me mm. i just thought i would move and i'm like all right i moved and that's it, it. Like yeah this, this wonderful world and yeah i moved and it's been a it's been a struggle ever since i remember getting on the plane and not having like um, me and my room, me and my homie from um, college, I went to Temple. We moved out here, mm-hmm. and I remember getting on the plane. And the first weekend out here, we didn't like have a place to stay. We just bought one way tickets. Mm-hmm. So literally on the plane, we like get the plane's Wi Fi, and we find Airbnb, uh, Airbnb to stay in that that weekend or something, mm-hmm. just to get hold us off to the start of the week. And it was just so crazy. Like we lived in Airbnbs our entire first year. Wow. And um, it was so it was a small room, smaller than the room I have currently. Right. <laughs> it, was a, it was like a mini box, and um, it was three of us because another homie had moved out here that we went to Temple with, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we used to like rotate. It was two, it was two beds in the room, and we bought an air mattress. So we used to rotate like the air mattresses. Like every week we mm-hmm, would switch beds. Mm-hmm. So then at one week everybody got a turn on a bed. Wow. Was, the struggles. Do y'all hear you know, these struggles? It was literally the struggles. Do y'all hear the struggles? Man. Like it don't come easy. I just want to let y'all know it don't come it's easy. Not. The struggle is really real out here. It, it, <laughs> it, it literally doesn't. And um because I know you it's know, so just well. dealing Jesus. with all the things like find time to find a new mechanic. Like yeah. the grocery stores are different names out here. Like the laundry, like laundry mats are different. Like, right, so much shit that you don't think about. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean that's but it's so no, much oh, no, 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 you're good, you're, oh, cool. <laughs> you're absolutely fine. It's so much things that you don't think about when you're moving that like have an effect on you. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's sunny every day, mm-hmm. has an effect on you. Like, you're sad as fuck and you go outside and it's sunny, you it's know, sunny, like, sunny, you go outside and it's a summer day. And on the east coast, with summer here, it's like, all right. Everything you've been going through, the world right. giving you some sunshine. Here, it's like that every day. So you have to find out how to like maneuver the weather. And then there's traffic. Just, <laughs> Ooh, that LA traffic. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I moved out here to New York about a year ago. So I definitely understand where you're going. Okay, yeah. Um, I lived in, where is that? Grand Rapids, Michigan for a minute. Mm, and nice. uh, I got my master's out there last year. And, uh, Moved out here. It was like a lot of things happened. Life was hap- like life was happening at, at a fast rate too. And then I moved here during the pandemic and shit just I was just like, why what? Why am I this is a lot? Like what I have <laughs> to now sure? take my my clothes to the laundromat again? We got we gotta do that. Oh man. It was like I'm not gonna lie, like some of the privileges <laughs> that i had i was like damn i said i did not take advantage it 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 gets you to really understanding adulthood right like you you get thrown into this fire and you and you say okay i'm going to take this leap and sometimes you're thinking like the leap is not going to have any like pitfalls or like hills and 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 you're not going to get hurt but no that's that's the that's the 
risk of taking the leap. You're going to fall and you're going to hit something. And I know I hit too many things coming to New York. First of right. all, New York is hit so many things, bro. It was like I got mad claustrophobic fast. First of all, claustrophobia is a thing for me. Like I don't, I don't like being in small spaces. But then when I or or crowded spaces. But then I'm in crowded spaces most of the time when I'm walking down like 42nd or I'm in oh Lower God. Manhattan or something like that. That's Even true. in Harlem. Cause I live in Harlem, so I live on First Avenue. First is so crowded. I'm like, whoo. And I had to get with it. It was like, you either gonna have to get with it or get without it. Right. And you gotta make it work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so how did you make LA work for you in life and then in terms of your music? Um, I think it was a lot of like soul searching, a lot of like yeah. looking inward and Figuring out what I what I wanted, things like that, and also finding some good people to like create this Amen. new version. Yeah, this new version of home. I think like you look at home and you think of it about being a place, and moving has told me that like it's a place as much as it is like other people, mm-hmm. and like you can create hubs of home and the feeling of home by right. meeting different people. And I think that's how I really got through it mentally. But a lot of soul searching, a lot of like working on myself and figuring out who I want to be as a man. Absolutely. I've been out here. So very thankful for that. But musically, I think it was also the same, like locking in with a small team of producers and like mm-hmm. a small team of people who understood the vision and just wanted to be passionate about the vision and take that upward. Um, Aiden Carroll, Marco, who Marco produced so high. Hey, um, shout out to him. Hello. L is now one of the people that's in the fold, but like working with that super small team of producers and um, Aiden as an executive producer, just being able to craft the music how we see fit. And I think that I'm happy you noticed that about the sound, about how each project is um, very different. Like, Absolutely. Because I listen, listen to my discography as a whole sometimes and making sure mm-hmm. that it still lines up and making sure the last song of this project makes sense with the first song of this project. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. Super intentional about. And I'm glad it can be heard. So yeah, we we hear it. Like when when I I I don't play when it comes to my R and B music. <laughs> like I am I am a um I'm a young OG when it comes to that. Um, I think when when people see me, I don't I I may R and B and chill because there was so many hip hop shows mm-hmm. talking about hip hop podcasts talking about hip hop. Okay, we love hip hop. That's fine. But where did hip hop originate from? R&B people. We're not going to do that, right? We're not exactly. we're not going to sit here and just disconnect from the mother of all of you. You understand what I'm saying? We're not going to do that. You feel me? Like we're not going to do that. So, um I definitely wanted to create this show and one of the things that I wanted to do was really highlight independent artists and you being so independent and being so successful. <laughs> right like let's let let's keep let's let's be a hundred percent the struggle is real but because he's been diligent and vigilant in his walking in his path he's successful here's the thing for me when i looked up reggie and i followed him on instagram okay this man has a verified check mark let me tell you how many followers he has because you don't get no verified check mark with only less than 9500 followers on instagram you have to be some type of dope okay that don't just happen overnight that that don't happen 
We we talking about people who got 18,000, 19,000, 20,000 looking for the verified. Reggie is out here beasting y'all with the verified on Instagram with less than 10k. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's doing something right. And I respect that especially in his independency. So, going into that, how has you being independent in a in a positive and negative way, how has that been conducive for your music? Um, it's been very conducive. It has allowed me to really create the sound and music I, I've wanted. You know, there there have been conversations with other people, bringing other right. people in. And the first thing they do sometimes is try to change you. Oh, we should we want we hit you like this, like, oh yeah, you're in this lane of this. And I think right. that independent has allowed me to keep the integrity and the authenticity of my sound intact mm-hmm. and i think it also has allowed me to like release music the way i want to do it and just mm-hmm. like the way when i want to when i want to put out a song for my fans i can do that there's no there's no big big time label exec or a and r or even right. visual company saying like no we need a better single we need a hit we need right. there's no one like that so it allows me to bet on myself and take risks musically without and like progressing these projects and delivering music that i think that the world needs instead of what right. the world is already be given just for a bottom dollar or a line with a financial line we're trying to hit. So I think for me, that's been like the best part about being in independence, the creative freedom that comes mm-hmm. with it. Um, what? Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was, I was wrapped up. Uh, what does, what does, a, uh, what does a um, session with you in the studio look like? Um, so I, sessions with me are very much like, it's like fun work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very particular about what I do, but yeah, I right. to, do, to do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Me, but, yeah. um, really, it's just like I like some good candles, like it's a candle behind me right now. I see you. I see you. Yeah, I got candle. a candle right over there. I see. <laughs> a good candle. Um, yep. Some sage is always needed just to clear Absolutely. out the vibe, start it up. Started with some sage. Normally, you have some Jameson there. Some Jameson. Come on, okay, James. Okay, Jameson. Um, La Doc. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't really like to record and smoke because of vocal cords and drying up. Absolutely, absolutely. And like when I, I hear that, when I, smoke, I get very weird about sounds. And things yes, like that. so yes, I try to keep that out the way. But um, it's a very relaxed environment. I really like everyone who's there to be intentionally there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and like really be focused on what we're focused on at the time. Right. Even there's just like an obsessive amount, an excessive amount of people in the studio. And you're just like it's it's twelve of y'all there, but only four people are really working. It's just like so y'all just here to be here. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. y'all but gotta I love go. With others and being able to collaborate and like mm-hmm. everybody getting hype off of one song, and then we're all just like working together to finish it. It feels like some Power Rangers shit, and I love the Power Rangers. So I love that. Same, same. So yeah, so that's like what I the vibe I try to create in the studio, like a home, relaxed. Litmus. I love that. I love that. Um. I was about to go into. I was about to ask you something else. It was about to be a, a, a like off this topic question. There we go. Who? All right, here we go. Top five, no okay. particular order. Okay. Your top five male R and B artists, and then I'm going to ask you your top five women R and B artists. So um, Prince. Okay. Okay. Prince hey, off the rip. Um, the go 
you got to mention Usher. Us, okay, yep. Can't have a top five without him. Who else do I love a lot? I love Miguel a lot, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. mention Miguel. He's great. Um, I want to throw Avant in there. You, I wouldn't be mad at you. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at you. Um, and then honestly. All right. <laughs> oh my God. So okay, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I, I understand. Who did I say? I said Prince. You Usher, said Prince, Usher, Yvonne, Miguel, and you got I'm one gonna, more. I'm gonna end up with Marvin. I want to do Marvin slash Stevie. Oh, that's a good one. I can give you an honorable mention. Yeah, Marvin and Stevie. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's a solid top five. And then your women. Ooh, women. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Brandy's number one for sure. Okay. Um, I love uh, it's so hard because you just love people for different things. Yes, yes. Um, Would you put Tina in there? No. I love <sighs> Tina, but not that she's not a top five. No disrespect. No she's disrespect, Tina. No disrespect. She's definitely top three of all time. <laughs> Period. But my top five. I'm trying to think about who I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to put. Um. I said. I want to put. I. 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 I really love Rihanna. Childhood. Wow. Rihanna. Now that is a first. Right. That is a first. That is the first time I have heard anybody say that now you got my now you got my brain turning now oh snap think about her way of being a chameleon how she's able to just like wow we don't give her ear we don't give it enough credit about how she makes these songs i'm gonna have to bring that to the congregation (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to bring that to the congregation Not, we're not talking about we talking about top five overall. Not yeah, like yeah. Singing, we're not pinpointing the specifics. So I'm gonna say Brandy, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. Ooh, I'm trying to think about everybody, and not make no irrational decisions. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I want to say India Ari. Cause I think one of her, love her. her I feel like she's underrated. Yeah, she's so amazing. much, absolutely. Um, I feel like I'm gonna f- fuck it up. Um, I want to say you got this, Jasmine Sullivan. Oh yeah, after hotels. <laughs> listen, Even before then, after that hey. show. Hey, listen, Jasmine she Sullivan. was, she been killing it. Yeah, she's been going crazy. That's four. Um, you have a very diverse top five, and I love it. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure I cover all my bases. Um, lastly, who do I want to say to round out my top five? It's hard. Let me. Who we got? Mm. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> this is so hard. Um, top five round out pick. I'm gonna just go with 
the the goat. I'm gonna be Beyonce. All right. I figure I I, I figure she was gonna show she was gonna be in there somewhere. It's not like I, she's hard to pick. She's like the easy top five. Yeah, she is an easy she's top five. She's though. like zero. She's like we are we all know. We we know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I definitely dig your top five. Um one thing that I I, I saw and dug up and well not even dug up your your PR team said it to me but um Chris Brown has written for you right no Chris Brown has not written for me no you've written no, for no, him no. I've 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 tried to write for him but one oh. of my songs so issues with the song submitted to doing a writing session for like a Chris Brown project got That's you where the song issues come from okay listen I don't care <laughs> in my mind he's he wrote for, he He's rolling for Chris Brown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, that, I haven't got that placement yet. Listen, I think I think you're getting there, especially you being in the in the in the space uh, there. Um, and I think you're like I said, um, the way you moving um, and the way your the way your music is just hitting on so many levels. R and B music is not as mainstream as it once was, right. um, but shout out to those like you um her uh Giveon, um lucky day uh amazing uh Masigo, um these young art and others who are really keeping the genre alive because people like me who are r&b heads are like r&b music is dying and it's like no it's not dying you have to just go search for it it's not as ex- it, it is accessible accessible right as it was in the 90s and the 2000s because that was popping now we have or back then it was like halfway to through the 2000s it was pop music you know what i'm saying backstreet boys nsync all that good stuff britney all of that then you got drake then you had hip-hop and then it was just like oh push r&b to the side and i and i got hurt not gonna lie i got hurt i was hurt you know i was like ah but then when I hear artists like y'all, I'm like, I can't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. I just stop saying that. I just stop saying like, okay, R&B music is not dead. It's actually being reborn into something better. It's like it's like a phoenix. Yeah, it's like a right? Renaissance right now. Yeah, it's like it's like a phoenix right now. It's rising from the ashes, and it's like I'm seeing so many of you guys rise and really just showcase the beauty that is R&B um so before we get out of here let's talk about your upcoming album let's talk about that it. that's that's coming up uh can can we get any any scoops i, I don't want you know uh i don't want you to give me too much because you 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 know i'm 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 respective of the artists you know uh you know i'm uh as as a fellow content creator i i, I respect the artist's content and where it is, but I'll, as 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 also a podcaster in an interview, I still gotta ask, <laughs> and no, I try to gotta get it pulled out. So, what can we expect from your upcoming album? Is this your debut? This is my first. This is the first album. one. What can we expect? Because the EP was fire. The thank, thank you, you EP <laughs> was fire. So, thank what you. can we expect from your upcoming album? Your debut album that i believe is very highly anticipated because i'm waiting <laughs> i'm waiting i'm just saying i'm waiting so no i hope i hope people are anticipating it and i think um on it you're gonna get 
you want to get me like i think with all the other eps you've got bits and pieces of me right and you got some stories from a friend or a story of a story about my something my brother was going through right or a story something my mom was going through you know like you got other people's stories and i think on this album you get my stories you get the f- last five mm. years how i've been living in california yeah it starts with me my thoughts that i was on the plane and it is from how I feel today and like where I think I'm headed today, you know, so you mm-hmm. you go through those those journeys to me, you go with you get to hear about my depression, you get to hear about like um, my issues for lack of better terms, you get yeah. to hear there's a song called traffic on there and you get Ooh. to hear about how I've like been in traffic lit- literally and figuratively. So it's right, just like, right. All these songs and these these songs are like super. um metaphoric for LA but also my life in LA right which I think is a cool play on the album and really you just see how I've been growing as a man how I've been out here absolutely are we how how many tracks can we expect on the album are we expecting 10 12 15 right 27 now looking, right now it's looking like 12 but you never know when we get to the finish Ooh, line okay um, it may be seven by then but right now <laughs> it's looking like 12 songs okay okay um yeah so 12 songs and i think that's what i told my um exactly i told aiden and i was telling him like i want 12 songs like like chick-fil-a nuggets I mm, Chick-fil-A so like mm-hmm. 12 songs it's just it's just it's just right um and we've been working on it for like three years and we thought we had 12 wow. before that's amazing we, thought we had another 12 and then we thought we had another 12 yeah and then we it's like i don't have so many versions of this project that i'm super happy with the version we have now and i think that all the delays and all the obstacles that kind mm-hmm. of slowed the project down and that's getting here. It's like the perfect time for it, the perfect day and the anticipation is being able to build more and more. So I'm hoping that it really connects with people and it's different. It's a different R&B, but I think it's an R&B that's needed. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, title. Can we get a title? Is sure. there a title coming? It's titled California. Ooh. That album is titled California. Okay, and and release date maybe October. October, California. A little, a little over a month away. Oh, how how are you feeling right now? Like 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 really, really? How are you feeling personally and mentally? Right, right. about everything because of your journey from being because you're an artist. You're in a, you're creative. Right. So so being that I understand in some capacity, how is your mental right now? How is how how are you feeling right now? Right. It's, like it's, it's you know, it's been some uh, some tough weeks. There's yeah. Been a lot of like work going on. And at times you get exhausted. Yeah. Um, I, I still work in nine to five. So then there's that part of it. Like right. having to like be somewhere nine to five. Um, and then having to work in your nine, you know, like five and nine, I'm working on my dreams and things like right, that. Right, right. So in that in that space, you can get lost. You don't have as much time to talk to family members. You don't have that much time to hang with friends. And that becomes taxing. Like all the sacrifices you make start to pile up and pile up. Pile right, up. Become right. Mentally taxing. Right. But I think that anytime I get to like talk about the album and like, you know, like revisit some of those, like hear out the journey, it's a reminder yeah. like, all right, you know, troubled times don't last always. And some of the things that Absolutely. I have now, I was praying for a year or two ago. So trying to stay in this place of gratitude at all times, but at the same time, allow myself to feel the things, the emotions that um, arrive at my front door. But um, it's been it's been fun to say the least. Like working yeah. on my dream and seeing them come to fruition 
has been one of the biggest blessings I've had in life. Um, but yeah, just dealing with all the roller coaster ride of it all. Yeah. But I, hear that. I think like the I was weird. I was telling my manager the other day, like mm-hmm. I wrote this album while I was like getting my foot in LA and like you hear about those troubled times, like when I was depressed or yeah. when I had fucked up a relationship or something. And I was like now, and it's like I was going through each one during a period, and I feel like now it's like I'm experiencing the album all over. And now it's just, and now you have to like, listen to it back, like wow. Right. And one of the things I was scared about was like being like having been able to relate to the album by mm-hmm. the time it comes out. And I'm like, God must be giving me the the blues so I can relate Absolutely. to all this shit when I started singing it live and stuff because I have been living it all over experiencing listen. this album all again. How have how how have you the performances been? Because I've seen some of the performances you've done. Performing uh, performing has been a wonderful. I think that's like I'm super excited to get to perform more and yeah. um, get to um, perform at this Soul Lecture show and then get to go on tour this fall with Grace Weber. Hey, that's hype. Those are all like some of the highlights of the year because it's something that I've been like working up to. Absolutely. And um. You know, performing has become like for me at first, it was like a lot of anxiety attached to it mm-hmm. and getting nervous. And I still get those things. But now it's like, this is fun. Like, this is like superhero shit. Like, this is superhero this is shit a, for sure. This is where the real magic is. Yeah. Like, all yeah, that yeah. shit in the studio and making it. Yeah. yeah that shit's fun. But when you get to go out there and you get see 500 people <sighs> and they all cheering you on, bro. Right. And they're ready to receive what you have to offer and the energy that you plant. I, I tell people all the time, like, you don't know what goes, like, you see 20 minutes and That's, we rehearse maybe 100 hours for yeah. 30 minutes at yep. a time. I'm but, excited. I'm excited for your journey, man. I'm excited to see, uh, to con- see your journey continue for real. Um, and hopefully I can get to a concert, man. Hopefully you can come to New York or some shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we're in New York in November. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. I yes. Think. I I need I need the the tickets. I need I need the tickets. Real talk. Yes, I need yes. I need the link. I need the link. Um, before we get out of here, on the new album. Okay. Out of all twelve songs. Yeah. Which one would you say is your favorite? Ooh, it changes mm. all the time. <laughs> um, Just like an artist would say, I do it. Changes all the time. <laughs> right now, today mm-hmm. speaking, and it's only been my favorite for a minute. I think this really might be my favorite, but right now it's traffic. Traffic. I just yeah, it's just so different. It's jazzy. It has like yeah. this jazz feel to it, and I never really played, but it is also like this swing. I watched um Wild Foods Fall in Love recently. That's my again. that's my movie. And I was just inspired by like Frankie Lyman and that whole like sixties. So it has like this snap, this constant snap to it, and it's mm-hmm. really jiggy. And it's like the it's about being in a it's about being stuck in a relationship and being in traffic. Like you're just not going anywhere. And I think it's yeah. such a clever spin on the word traffic and how to like as a songwriter, it makes me happy as well. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for the album. I'm more excited because like I'm like, okay, I need some more music. Every time I get it's excessive because every time I fan over an artist, I'm like, I need some more music, especially independent artists, especially right. if I know they're really, really good. Appreciate I'm like, that. yo, I need I, I'm I'm one of them heckler fans. Like, hey yo, excuse me. Album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, where's the album? Hey, hey. Cause I've been I've been it is and like I said, it was funny that you had Rihanna in your top five because I've been asking Rihanna for R9 for years. Where is she, Reggie? 
I don't know, man. Huh? You're going to have to get uh, her up on the line. I'll be on R9 by the time. <laughs> Bruh. Let you be on R9 by the time it come out. It's lit. It's, right. it's lit. We're um, R9 together. No. <laughs> At the same time, I'm I've been waiting for R9 since Anti came out. Oh my god, that's such a good album. And Anti was such a good and here's the thing, I can play Anti all day. But the thing is, I'm like, I know you have at least 20 songs in the can ready to come out, ready to have. I know you just became a billionaire. I get it. You got money. You're like bump this music shit. I get it. All you gotta do is put on R9 and say, I retire. That's it. I, I think it's a bit of um mental, like mentally, that's imagine like on her level. I li- like you have I, all yeah. these businesses now tied yeah. to the fact that you're Rihanna and then you yeah. your greatest, like your Magnum Opus was your last album. It's like, where do you like I like I know. the salon yeah. seat at the table? It's like do I really want to put out another album? I know, cause I, yeah, cause I see that the table is is a classic. It's a classic that I will always play forever. Like it was. Yeah, it's. I, I would listen to it yesterday. <laughs> it's like one of those things where I'm like, damn, I'll always play this album. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I'm just, I yeah, I hear what you're saying. I get it. Like why would I? But it's Rihanna. Are we still gonna get it? That's because we asking for it. Right? If she, if she take one L, that may be less makeup. So <laughs> one L and less clothes. So you know what I mean? So it's like very Yeah, you're like, right. You're right. So she gotta she gotta basically pick and choose her battles at this point. Yeah, she in a different bag. Yeah, she <laughs> I know and the crazy thing is people have been telling me that like she not gonna put out the album. She in different bags now. She ain't thinking about the music. I'm like, I get that. <laughs> But I think we the world needs it. That can yes, the world. Yeah, that's I the thing. Driving the whole like COVID to be solved Every, by the power of a Rihanna album. Everything in the world will be okay. I'm what just if God saying. Was mad that he don't have the Rihanna album. I'm saying, Reg. I'm saying, bro. And I'm saying. Cause for all this we've been going through. Tell conspiracy. I'm up? just saying because now you unlocking minds here. She up. has not put out R9 and all of this bullshit is happening. Y'all let me know. Right. <laughs> we need it, Rihanna. Okay? Stop playing with me. I know you listen to the podcast. I don't know that for real, but I know you do. She listens for sure. You listen. So if you're listening to my voice, please. <laughs> hell, just hell, just secretly sneak me a link. I'll be fine. That's it. Give us a single. That's What's it. With it. Something feature on somebody's song. Like uh, I'm just like, oh, can we get a feature? Can we get something? Shit. <laughs> Bro, she's the one artist that I'm like, you haven't done musically anything since 2016 or 17, six, 16. 16. And it also feels like you're like you're not close to your peak. No. <laughs> no. We, we, I think we I don't think we can get we should have three more albums. Bruh. And then she like, out here. Right. She out here body fire. She out here billionaire body fire. <laughs> and like you said, her peak to me hasn't even plateaued yet. She ain't. I feel like she's hit her peak when it came to maybe the makeup and the business, maybe. But musically, I think she she hasn't even. We haven't seen the best. We haven't even seen it. Beyonce's still there, right? She's still peaking. I'm like Rihanna. You can go. We need more. We need more. 
All right, y'all. I'm just saying. We we just we just saying. We we need more Riri. That's all. All right, Reggie. Where can they find you? Um, let them know your you can, Instagram handles you can find and your me Spotify. On all socials: Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, any type of social, YouTube at Reggie Beckton. I'm just pretty right. quite simple. Even on Facebook, just Reggie Beckton. That's it. Name. Period. And we'll put that. We'll put all the descriptions uh, and links in the uh, description box. Reggie, we thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate you, you so much. I appreciate uh, it. No problem. Um, again, thank you to your PR team. I will always shout out your PR team. Your PR team was amazing. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? They were, they were, they were really amazing. Shout Jess out to your PR team. team. Jess and the team were amazing. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to you. Continue to be great, um, and diligent in your music. I feel like you are about to, um, if not already, boom. Um, and I'm excited to hear your debut album. I'm a fan now. Understand what that means. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Understand Thank what that you. means okay. now. I'm a I'm a true fan of yours now. So I will be expecting singles every week, right? I will be expecting droppage. All right, we got okay. a single in like two weeks. That's it. I, I need right. it. We got, <laughs> we got you covered. Get oh man. Uh I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh again, follow us at um on Instagram and on Facebook at the RBC Podcast. Um you can follow our network page on Twitter and on uh, Instagram at the THC Network underscore. You can follow me at underscore Ty the Pie Guy. And that's it. And we will uh, be back next week. We actually have another spotlight interview for you all. So stay tuned. All right. All right. Peace, love, and hair grease, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, are you listening? 